Um, yes, it was just on this note, um, I, was, I was praying and then the Lord gave me a prophetic word uh, for the month of December. Yes. And you know, we've been speaking about uh, deeper December and you know, uh, God wanting us to, wanting to do like a deeper work yeah. this month. You know, usually it's January, you know, maybe after New Year's people have a 21 day fast yeah. and that's when you're kind of consecrating yourself. But I feel like God is trying to shift us into consecration now okay so um and it's, it's quite interesting the angle that he's coming from so god was talking to me about humility about humility mm. and how that is the main focus or maybe for us as a church and yeah. just for maybe the, the wider body of christ as well yeah. um for december and so i just want to read some points that he gave me and i'll just kind of go through it if yeah. you want to take notes please take notes or just watch this back as well because i think it will be key especially for how God will deal with you this mm. month um, for you to have this in the forefront of your mind. So, number one, uh, God is leading us to see him through the lens of his coming, mm. his living, his death, and his resurrection. Mm. To get back to the gospel of grace, the foolish things to confound the wise. Yeah. The foolish things is where he abides. Number two, his coming. His coming. He came as a baby in a manger mm. and in an unmarried teenage woman okay right he was, he, was, he was putting these things out to me it's like he wants to kind of show us his humility through mm. his right. life okay yeah and so it, this is important because what can happen I, what I, what we've maybe seen especially with uh, pandemic all these other things mm. religion is being smashed okay. and god what what god is doing through this is like he's like okay let's get back to the real gospel like who are you really mm. You know, like I, I know you sin. You know, I know you do this. I know you that. I didn't save you because you're all put together. I saved you because you need me. And God has shown us that through Mary, for instance, right? A teenage girl, unmarried, yeah, virgin, unmarried woman, and he decided I'm gonna put my, I'm gonna put my son inside this woman, and I'm gonna get born in the manger, not in the palace, not in a nice house, in the manger. Now we've got the next bit. Um, his living mm. Jesus was a carpenter's son that's a working class job come on it's not middle class yes it's not the palace it's not ruling class it's a it's a working class job mm. under the, the Bible even says that Jesus was an under average looking person mm. it says that he didn't have beauty as to you know exactly. uh, to, to be desired exactly. or, you know, yeah. he was a he was he was one of those guys who passed on the street he was not a wildie, as they say. <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't uh, all put together in that way. He was. He, he could easily been missed, right? Next thing we see, Jesus was serving. Jesus was setting people free. Jesus wasn't bringing healing to those at the top of society. He was bringing healing to those at the bottom of society. That's really good. You know, or at least those who had the humility to see that they needed him, even if they were at the top of society. Those who had the humility to see yeah. that they needed him, right? We see yes. that Jesus was betrayed. He suffered, he died for those who hated him, mm. right? He silenced God's wrath by saying, Lord, forgive them, mm -hmm. for they don't know what they do. He's mm. living, he's living. If we, if we, you know, during our studies this month, start seeing his humility through the way he lived. That's good. Start seeing his humility. The power's great, all that stuff's great. That's a byproduct, though. It's a byproduct of just who he is, but the humility yeah. is, is so key. Right, so now we've got his death. Choosing death, to right our wrongs, hmm. right? He was tortured, scorned, 
Mm-hmm. You know, and he modeled the way to true greatness and power by laying down his life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No greater love than a, than a man that has this to lay down his life. Yeah, yeah, no greater love than a man has to lay down his life. Thank you. Yeah. For his friend. And, and mm-hmm. what God is showing us once again, you, death, death, death to self. Mm. Uh, choosing to to follow to look to the kingdom first rather than ourselves and you know this is also a part of it and then we've got his resurrection mm. it's crazy because even in his resurrection he rose in humility okay that's good he rose in humility he had all power but he still decided to use men to spread the gospel around the world mm. that's good the Bible says that Jesus became a life-giving spirit, meaning that he could be everywhere at once. You know, mm-hmm. the Bible talks about how he witnessed to about seventy-two people um, after he rose from the grave at the same time. Mm-hmm. He could have evangelized the whole world like this, mm-hmm. but he decided, "I'm still going to use them. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to use human beings. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to use the coward Peter. Yes, I'm going to empower him by my spirit because I want him to become who he's, who he's called to be." Mm-hmm. The humility of God. Mm-hmm. You know, here, here I wrote down, you know, he didn't show off his resurrected power. He still wanted faith to qualify people mm-hmm. rather than facts or complete evidence. Mm-hmm. Continues to use many who are insignificant to the world, mm-hmm. yeah. even though he has all the power. Mm-hmm. And I hope that that would even encourage you as well. That where you may not be looked at by men, yeah. you may be overlooked. Like, God is actually abides. It's crazy because you don't see it, yeah. but it's a spiritual thing. God actually abides with people who are insignificant. And that's what he actually wants to be. Sometimes people who are in high seats and things like that, God, it's not like God's not there, but God wants to be with people who are overlooked. He wants to be with the insignificant because he wants to be with people who have a contrite and broken spirit, people who know their need for him. You can be in a high position. That's not an issue. It's here and sometimes when you are in a low position by default you just have a contract heart because of your conditions but god is with you and god is near you this is for our edification just these last these last bits um there's a scripture here in matthew 11 29 it says take my yoke upon you and learn from me yeah that's good right take my yoke upon you learn from me and then what does he say what does he say that you should learn from he doesn't say learn from me my power. Mm-hmm. He doesn't learn from me about my authority. He doesn't say learn from me about promotion and elevation. Uh, and all these other things that sometimes we get, uh, what's that word called? We get caught up on in church. He says, learn from me for I am gentle mm-hmm. and humble in heart. God is humble in heart. Why? There's no one hiding me. Why do you have to be humble? It doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. But he's humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. Mm. So actually, in, in being gentle and humble in heart in the Lord, mm. that's actually where you find rest. Mm. Oftentimes, we're striving for things. Yeah. And so because we aren't humble, it, it's the thing about humility. Humility it, it causes you to not be entitled. Yes, and so when things aren't going your way, culturally speaking, mm. you're able to find rest for your soul. Because mm. you're looking at yourself properly. That's good. You're, you're no longer like, I need to be, I should be. No, no, no. All that I have was given to me. Mm. Wow, like, like, I don't have to actually have anything. But God gave it to me. That's where you start to enjoy what the Lord has put in your heart and put in your hands. Last bit is this. So why is God doing this? What, what's this about? Is it just about us? Mm. No, it's about, it's about the world. It's about the people that are looking at you. Yes, the Lord wants us to look like him, so he's going to cause us to be more humble. But... This realignment will cause the body of Christ to interact with others, not as just people 
who have been uh, who have been what's that word? Let me let me rephrase that. This realignment will cause the body of Christ to interact with others as people who have been saved by grace and a humble God, rather than saved people who have it all together in their own strength. Why do I say that? There are two categories of people usually in, in, in Christians and it's like, you have people who are saved people. I'm saved, I've been in church for a while. This is how I am, this is how I operate. And then you have people who, had, who were saved, but they realized that they were saved by grace. And they realized that actually without the grace of God even on their lives, they would be absolutely done doing all kinds of things with all kinds of people. And so I feel like God is stripping us back to that place. He's saying, hey, spend time with me in the quiet place. Learn from me because I'm humble. This is so important. And the reason why this is extremely important, right, is because here's the thing. There is a surge of people who are going to come into the church. Yes. Um, other other prophets and people have been speaking about it as well about the, the soul harvest. You know, yeah. there there is a group of hungry people who want the authentic gospel, authentic gospel. and the church right now can't accommodate that. The church, mm-hmm. the body of Christ, the wider church, yeah, we we can't accommodate that because people are tired of the fake. Mm. They're tired of us acting like, oh yeah, I'm just you know, I'm mm-hmm. you're not. Without the, Lord, without the Lord, but you don't show that. Mm. People, we don't show our scars anymore. We don't need to tell mm-hmm. people the truth about what's actually going on, mm-hmm. how we need Jesus. It's not just that, oh, I just love him because I'm, I'm, I love him. Mm-hmm. I, I need him just like you. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing, like, I just wrote here, there is a hungry people who are looking for the real God of creation, mm-hmm. but they won't be accommodated by the current church. Mm-hmm. So these are the reasons why I believe God is is spinning our humility you know one just to obviously cause us to become more like him yeah. mm-hmm. and secondly so that those who are witnessing can also see that right this is the real gospel of grace. you know it's going to seep into many other things That's as well nice. like promotion all these other things That's humility nice. does that um but yeah it's it's really important like in this in this month man that humility is 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 key that's like good. God is doing that in this month. That's good. So yeah, amen. Well, um Father God, I just want to thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just want to thank you. Yeah. Humility. Yeah. Humility. God, help us to learn from you. Yeah. Power empower us by your Holy Spirit. Yeah. You know, your Holy Spirit is 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 your Holy Spirit is humble. He is humble. Holy Spirit teaches us how to be humble. And so we just pray right now that the Holy Spirit will empower us to do that. I pray, Father God, that wherever there is pride, wherever there is arrogance, um, that Lord, you would knock down those altars in Jesus' name. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Father, you would erect altars, O oh God, of humility, humility in the mighty name yeah. of Jesus. Yes, Lord, I'm God. praying, Father God, yeah. that we would not have an overestimation, Father God, of who we are in yeah. the name of Jesus. Uh, it doesn't matter how gifted we are, doesn't matter about anointing. It doesn't even matter about how 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 good we look or sound. It doesn't even matter about our good days, Father God. We can have good days where we're kind, we're gentle, all these other, that's great. But Lord, it really has nothing to do with us. It's really because of your spirit. Yeah. It's really because of your indwelling word. It's really because we have living waters flowing inside of us, God. And so Father, I'm praying in the name of Jesus 
that our eyes will be less haughty in the name of Jesus, that our eyes, oh God, would be brought down low, Father, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I'm not, I'm not talking about pity, Father, God. I'm not talking about low self-esteem. No, I'm talking about humility. That's good. Where we see ourselves rightly, but we also see who you say we are. Okay. That, that Father God, it's not. We don't big ourselves up, Father God. If you have not said that we are, we are a thing, Father God, then we aren't that thing. But if you have said we are that thing, then we are that thing, Father God. All of the affirmation, all of the validity, Father God, all the identity coming from your mouth and your mouth alone, Father. In the name of Jesus, I'm even praying, Father God, now, Lord, for those, of God, who have been humbled. Yeah, Lord. Ah. Even before this shift, Father God, that you're bringing to the body, Father God, those who have stayed in a humble position, I'm praying for their promotion, Father, in the name of Jesus. And mm-hmm. I'm not praying for it, Father God, so that they can be luxurious or they can uh, uh, boast, Father God, of their promotion. Mm-hmm. No, Lord, I'm praying, Father, because they've been in that posture for a long enough time that when they go to the place you're calling them to, Father God, yep. they will maintain it in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that, Father, whoever sees them, Father, will see the gospel of grace. That's good. They will see a person, Father God, who is consecrated, who is holy, yes, who is righteous, who doesn't stand for certain things. But when they when you speak to them, Mm. all you hear from their mouth is Christ Mm. Or come and see this Jesus who did this for me. I'm not not telling you, oh yeah, do this, do this thing. Oh yeah, you know, I I I do this thing for two hours in the morning. No, it ain't got nothing about you. God empowers me to do that. I I don't do that because I can. I, I do it because the Lord has led me to this point. Okay. It starts with just a moment of Him. I'm praying, Father God, that these encounters will happen in the name of Jesus. Thank God. you, Lord. Yeah. Yes, Father, bring the shift of humility to the body. May we see your living, your, your coming, your death, your resurrection, all of that, Father. May we see the humility through that. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to say it again, Father, you came as a baby. My God. In a teenage, unmarried woman. Today in the church, Father God, in some places, that would be a blasphemy. Mm, okay. But we'd miss, but we'd miss you. Mm. <laughs> we, we'd miss you. We'd call it a blasphemy and we'd miss you. Mm. Okay. Father, you're living. Jesus, you're living. Carpenter's son, working class. Mm. Average looking man. My God. Mm. Mm. That's where he resides. Help us to see that. Mm. Yes, Lord, you're deaf. Scorned, tortured, beaten, spat on. Spat on. God spat on by dust your resurrection Lord you decide to still use us you decide you decide oh Lord that even though you have no full power you don't even come early yes. mm. you have patience God. patience you have patience I'm praying Father God that you would just impart humility yes, yes, yes. the grace to be humble yes, humble, yes. humble 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 yes, yes Lord in Jesus name Amen Amen, Amen. Um, Philippians 2 it's interesting um, how you linked humility to um, God's way of you know preparing the body because mm-hmm. Philippians 2 the first four verses um, Paul's Paul literally saying unity through humility mm-hmm. so I'm going to read from verse 1 because I think this is a practical thing that we can do to really exhibit what it means to, um, to, um, to be humble yeah. And, and what that looks like in fellowship one another. Remember, you can't exhibit these three kinds of without interacting with somebody else, mm-hmm. right? So it says, Paul says, look at how much encouragement you have found in your relationship with the anointed one. You are filled with overflowing with his comforting love. 
you have experienced a deepened fellowship, sorry, friendship with, his, with the Holy Spirit and have felt his tender affection and mercy. Verse 2. So I'm asking you, my friends, that you be joined together in perfect unity with one heart, one passion, and united in one love. Walk together with one harmonious purpose and you will fill my heart with unbounded joy. This is the key part here. Verse 3. Be free from pride-filled opinions for they will only harm your cherished... You need to move this again. Be free from pride-filled opinions for they will only harm your cherished unity. One of, the, one, of the, one of the ways that even opportunity with Jesus was like making myself free of opinions when it came to how or what I thought yeah. it was to be. And what that done is that it, it brought me to the Lordship of Christ where whatever he says goes. Mm. Making yourself of no opinion doesn't mean you, you, you don't think or you don't have your own. It means that in the, in the context of our unity together, in the context of our our relationship with Christ, you confess, he confess. Because the next next thing says, don't allow self-promotion to hide in your hearts, but in authentic humility, put others first and view others as more important than yourselves. This is a very big statement, guys, here. Verse 4, abandon every display of selfishness possess a greater concern for what matters to others instead of your own interest. And consider the example Jesus has set before us. Let his mindset become your motivation. Beloved, I want to really encourage you guys here. One of the greatest ways to um, practice humility is to really treat and honour others more than yourself. I read it again, I was thinking, wow. First, put others first and view them as more important than yourself. And, and like, what you said with the whole hierarchy thing, really hard, you know, can a CEO really think that the, the bin man is more important than himself? Let's be honest, you know what I'm saying? Already the titles brought this thing to my God. Christ said, no, 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 I was God, but I became man. I was God, and I became a baby. I was God, I came through on my Jesus showed us humility on different levels of somebody who was God. He had every right to come in splendor and majesty, mm. but he came in humility. Yeah, yeah, God is crazy because when, when that big man prays, yeah. God hears him. Yes. Mm -hmm. God actually wants to sit with him. Mm. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying he doesn't want to sit with CEOs. It does. I'm just talking about it's the posture of heart. It's harder sometimes when you're up there to have that posture, which is why you have to keep the It's very down. hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. Yeah. Yes, it's, it's very hard. So, it's very hard. <laughs> so I think, as we were talking, I'm thinking, wow, God's really addressing how we treat one another. God's addressing our response, our perspective, our opinion of one another, what we think and say in our hearts and our attitude to one another. So I really want to encourage you guys, the humility that we're talking about here ain't just like, some you know religious sort of you know it's really exhibited in your daily activity in how you respond to strangers 
and your brothers and sisters in Christ. Yeah. I, I believe that characteristic will help us handle the type of fish that are coming. You are unchurched, you yeah. are ragged and whatever and all that whatever, but they want God. Can we see past their mess? Yeah. Like you saw past our mess and see Christ in them. You understand? Jesus said that when you said these are these, you were serving me. Once again, can I look at creation and see Jesus? And see that the harvest is the reward for his suffering. It takes great humility to see that. Great humility to see that. That's why he said that love those that love you. Heathens do that. Love those that despise you, hate you, <laughs> you know, that speak ill of you. In doing that, you show yourself to be sons of my Father in heaven. So I really want to encourage us today as a people. That it doesn't even humble our hearts before God. Some of us have some, some thoughts and attitudes towards God. We need to come low. And if we're struggling in that area, we have the Holy Spirit to help us. So even now, Holy Spirit, I pray you help us acknowledge and receive this word of humility. Holy Spirit, I pray you help us to really see others better than we see ourselves. Uh, Holy Spirit, I pray you help us not to live lives from any kind of selfish ambition, but today we dedicate our minds, our eyes, our hearts to really following your example. Remind ourselves from whence you took us from and where you are taking us to and that which you require us in the now. May we live to glorify the name of Yeshua the Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Powerful man. Amen. I thought, I, thought, I thought you were really humbled right now, literally, man. Powerful word, man of God, literally. Yeah, humility. Literally, yeah. I really encourage you guys. You, you, you haven't watched last week's message, you need to go and watch that message because she just gave us some real practical tips. Last week she asked us, How are you? Yeah, serious, man. I watched it again. I was like, Wow, it was really sweet. So that will really give you a set tone for December. But guys, make this your prayer point daily, Lord. Make me humble. But I feel about you because time is fast spent. I want to quickly go into a um, time of giving. This is the time to prepare. Lord, I'm praying for the sisters of God. Ah, Lebremon Sobreba Masikaya Rabahon Sobrabakaya. Lemen Sunduli and Teleli Ataya. Even as we're in a time of Christmas season, where we are reminded of a woman called Mary. Who heard a word from God. And the word she heard from the angel Gabriel was something unbelievable. But her response was this. Whatever, no, no, let it be unto me, sorry, yes, yes, yes. according to that rule. Mm. And the Bible says in Luke 1 45, mm. Blessed is she that believes, mm. for she shall see a performance from the Lord. Mm. I, I want to stir up the sisters and the daughters in this house. God, I'm seeing pending prayer points, I'm seeing heartaches, I'm seeing. You know, even how you see yourself in regards to what God can do with your life. Uh, I'm speaking to those of you that are thinking age is leaving you in the area of marriage. Okay. I'm speaking to those of you guys that may not feel you're in the right job, you're not seeing said yeah. income. I'm Come speaking on. to those of you that don't drive, don't, don't own nothing, don't have nothing, you think your life is just a mess. I'm speaking to you right now. Blessed is she that believes the report of the Lord. Yeah. For she shall see a performance from the Lord. Mm. Father, may faith arise in your daughters to believe that all things are possible. I release that grace over them now. Mm. 
all things are possible tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. All things are possible. May next year be a year of no limits. Ah, the Bible says, Isaiah 51 verse 1. And this is the message now, people of God. Yeah. It, it says that we should, um, it says, it says, it's a sing, O barren woman. Because what I'm hearing is enlarge your tent and your territory. I see increase all around you. Sing, O barren woman. Only from the scripture, because the Bible is telling you who don't see nothing, who don't have nothing, that the set time has come for you to address. Ah, Lord God, 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 Hallelujah! My God, Hallelujah! Jesus, where's this Bible? Yes, Lord. Ah, This is my new physical Bible. The table. Okay, Jesus. Sing, O childless woman, you who have never given birth, break out into a loud and joyful song, O Jerusalem, you who have never been in labor, for the desolate woman now has more children than the woman who lives with her husband, says the Lord. God is about to change your story. God is about to change us about what look what he says to sing, Emmanuel. Praise me. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Sing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. Now faith is. People of God, the humility, even now, is a is a, a single song is to praise God. Okay. It's to acknowledge what you don't see in the natural as though you receive it right now. Mm. God has built us into a faith where we've got to rejoice that we have our building, okay. like we have the cameras that we need, that we have what we need. There's something about praising God now. He says, and he tells her to enlarge the house. Though you have, don't have kids, enlarge the house. I need you to enlarge your thinking. Come on. Hmm. I need you to enlarge your preparation for more. Okay. Mm. Build an addition. Spread out your home and spare no expert. I need you to expand. See, when I say expansion, guys, I'm talking about widening your capacity to receive what God's about to do in your life. It's almost as if he would say to the woman, your home is too small for the children you're about to bear. Yeah. Enlarge Enlarge it. Oh, enlarge it. Enlarge it. Enlarge your faith even now. Whatever you believe in God now, I want you to add more. Add more. For you will soon be bursting at the seams and your descendants will occupy other nations and resettle ruined cities. Fair not. And I'm speaking to the women right now. You will no longer live in shame. I rebuke whatever shame society, yourselves, your pet, whatever words that have been spoken, whatever sin of old that's still speaking to you even now, whatever you've done and are even doing, I've decreed by the power of the blood of the Lamb, may He wipe away your shame today. Be not afraid, for there is no more disgrace for you. Some of you are living life 
sorry, some of you are seeing the future based on your past. Okay. And, and he said a word today, we have to see the life through the lens of Christ. And the Bible says, if any man is in Christ, new creation. All things, thank you, have become new. Your, my whole side, God, we divorce ourselves from the fear of childhood, from the fears of old, from the fears of our trauma. These things will no longer teach us about what you will do for us. May grace become the teacher of the next season in our lives in the name of Jesus. You will never, you, sorry, you will no longer remember the shame of your youth and the sorrows of your widowhood. God, I just speak a word over this house over every married couple, over every woman. I speak over your womb right now. Come on. And I release the word of the Lord. Be fruitful and yes, multiply. Yes, yes, I, yes, I'm yes, cursing yes. the future. Yes. Every doctor's report right now in the name of Jesus. I, I curse every word that is negative concerning the womb of the children of this house. Yes, Lord. I prophesy over you, SA, right now. Fruitful and multiply. Aisha, fruitful yeah, yeah, yeah. and multiply yeah. Ella fruitful and Susan fruitful and multiply fruitful and multiply I decree next year divine health over us oh God you said in your word that you desire our souls to prosper um, what was scripture again? You desire. You prosper as your soul prospers. You prosper as your soul prospers. That you prosper in all things, mm -hmm. yes, in health, mm -hmm. as your soul prospers. Yes, yes. I'm decreeing that the prosperity that God has been to God. I know you got to think about money when I'm talking about prosperity. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the, the the holistic increase of the of the measure of Christ in your life, where you're holding your body, holding your soul, holding your spirit. Hold with the with the things and the works of your hands. You see, that scripture is beautiful because God doesn't want to bless you beyond what your soul can contain. He wants your prosperity of your hands to be in direct correlation with the prosperity of your soul. Lest you fall into the trap of the, the love of money and the, and, the, and the sorrow of these worlds. So I'm praying that next year we will prioritize emotional well-being. Hmm. We will prosper in our souls. I'm going to speak a word over the men and the women in this house. May the Lord heal us in this season. As we bow down in humility, hmm. may the Lord heal those secret and dark places of our house. Ah, may rivers of living waters gush even now. Lord, bring a deliverance from our childhood. Bring a deliverance from our trauma. Bring a deliverance to our sinful habits. Bring a deliverance from our false attitudes. Bring a deliverance from our carnal ways. Bring a deliverance, scar, from every demonic activity that we are in, that we are in knowingly or unknowingly. Lord, deliver us from willful ignorance. Deliver us from the lack of knowledge. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The reason why I don't know if anybody saw me, I, I put my hands on my head when I was speaking about single barren women. 
before it, it please guys please take heed i was hearing that in my head before he spoke mm. god is talking mm. god is talking i don't have telepathy god <laughs> is talking <laughs> Understand? Right. Is that what I'm saying? Yeah, God is talking, and He also said this to me. He said, "He said, do my words have your heart?" Mm-hmm. And what He means by that, well, the whole single barren woman and and rejoice about it now before it's come and enlarge your tent and all these other things. Here's the thing: God needs to have your heart first before He gives you something. Mm-hmm. And so you have to be so convinced with nothing in your hands that you have it before He gives it to you. Why? Because it's important. Because if he's going to give you another word, you're going to put your heart in that as well and not in the things he's given you. Mm. This all comes back to the humility thing as well. Mm. God can't give you stuff unless you really believe him. Because he can shift things, his words. He can give you other words. Things can change. So you've got to believe him. You've got to be sensitive to what he's saying. Mm. And it's the same thing with, even with Mary, right? Like, she believes God and she still has to, it's still a process mm-hmm. okay. to even see if there's a baby coming, to mm-hmm. even see if a bump will develop. Mm-hmm. But she believed him so much that, that he was able to, he was able to be like, yeah, okay, no, it's coming, it's mm-hmm. coming, here you go. And so, and so we, we've got to really take heed to this word, sing, oh, barren woman. Mm-hmm. You've got, it, it's, it's almost crazy. Mm-hmm. You've, got, yeah. you've got to almost have so much thanksgiving and so much gratitude. You're worshipping as if you are a millionaire. But you don't have it. Yet. But but yet. yet Tosanzade mm, mm, said yes, it's true. Yet. But here's the thing: you get to a point as well that you're not even just worshiping because oh you're just trying to sing, you know, barren woman. You know, you're not. You know, you you're, you're now you now worship so much that you don't even care about the promise. Mm. You found treasure. Yeah. In him. Yeah. You know, there's a parable, and I'll stop after this. There's a parable that says uh, the kingdom of God is like um, treasure. Yeah, in a field, the, the man loved the treasure so much, he bought the whole field. That's good. Yeah, did. Didn't buy the treasure. He was like, "I'm, you know what? I'm, gonna, I'm gonna secure the, the whole field around this thing. That's how much I love this treasure, and that's where God wants our hearts to be with Him. Where it's like, it's not even about the stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you're the treasure." And guess what? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna buy the whole field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna make sure that my prayer life isn't touched. I'm gonna make sure that my work, my devotion life isn't touched. My garden that that contains yes. your treasure. That's good. That's not touched. Like so that whatever you give me, yes, yes, give it to me, and I, I'll I'll use it for your kingdom, and I and I'll enjoy it myself as well, of course. But you, then it's not the treasure. Like, you're the treasure. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Let's close again with this scripture. I read the verse time I read it. I read it in NLT. I want to read it, read it in, in, in the message version now. Mm. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ. I'm going to prophesy one morning to someone. <laughs> <laughs> it says, Sing, barren woman who has never had a baby. Sing. Fill the air with song. You have never experienced childbirth. You're ending up with far more children than all those child-bearing women. God says so. Clear lots of ground for your tent. Make your tents large. Spread out. Think big. Use plenty of rope. Drive the tent pegs deep. 
you're going to need lots of elbow room for your growing fat. You're going to need lots of elbow room for your growing family. You're going to take over whole nations. You're going to resettle abandoned cities. Don't be afraid. You're not going to be in back. Even now, we just, we just, we just renounce that fear of, of starting and thinking you're going to end in failure. We bind the fear of failure in this house. Amen. In this season, may God bring an end to every ounce of fear and Amen. failure. Amen. We will not be embarrassed. Don't hold back. You're not going to come up short. You're going to forget all the humiliations of your youth and the indignities of being a widow will fade from memory. You see, God about to bless you and increase you in a way whereby the, 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 the memory of the lack is going to be erased. Think of the magnitude of where you will, it will be hard to remember what life was like before this. God, I said it last month, is about to blow your mind. Hmm. And Father, we just pray this word will sink deep into your children. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. God's about to blow your mind. God is about to blow your And I want you to, you see this sing, barren women, and just, just I'm, 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 I'm meditating in my mind, I'm thinking, wow. Like the, the the new weapon of warfare, guys, is praise and it's worship. Mm -hmm. Remember, I said last month, one or two, yeah, I, yeah. I said, reduce the list yeah. and increase the praise. Mm -hmm. There's something about when we choose to worship in the midst mm -hmm. of lack, and that's what God sees as a sacrifice, as an offering. Mm -hmm. That no longer do we give based on what we see, huh? we give based on who He is. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.